This is the Assumption Church Podcast. Thanks for joining us. Assumption Church is a Roman Catholic community under the care of the Franciscan Friars Conventual of Our Lady of Angels Province. It is a community of faith which is active in service and its ministries bring the gospel message of peace, reconciliation, and love to Syracuse and all of Central New York. Your glory here among us. Great is our the word that stood out for me today in our gospel was the word prepare. The first part of the gospel is very interesting. It's almost like a spy novel, right? Go into the street, turn around the corner, you'll see a guy with a jug of water. Tell him, wink an eye, and he'll tell you where to go, and you'll find the room. It's all very kind of Byzantine. But basically, it involves a lot of steps to prepare for the Last Supper. Preparation. Preparation for that moment where Christ gives himself to us. It leads me to reflect on our own preparation for celebrating the most holy body and blood of Christ, the Eucharist. What is the Eucharist? Well, the Eucharist is both a noun and a verb. It is a noun when we speak of the bread and wine that has been transformed, transubstantiated into the body and blood of Christ. What does it mean when we say it's the body and blood of Christ? Are we cannibals? We're eating flesh? Not at all, right? St. Augustine tells us it is not the body of Jesus that walked upon the earth. It is the body of Christ, and Christ in his risen form. Remember, when Christ appears to his disciples, he walks through walls and yet has scars. He disappears from their midst and yet is able to cook breakfast for them. So it's a different kind of presence. In the same way, what continues to appear in the form of bread and wine, it certainly tastes like wine. I'm not sure what kind of bread it tastes like, more like an ice cream cone. But the hosts are supposed to be, they're supposed to nourish us like real bread does. And if you know people who are of the Eastern rites of the Catholic Church, they use leavened bread and it's very sweet, it's beautiful. But on the outside, it continues to look like bread and wine, but Christ's spiritual presence, yet real presence, lasting presence, transforms the inside of the bread and wine. Unlike some other traditions, for us, one that, once that transubstantiation has happened, it is permanent. And that's why we reserve some of the body and blood of Christ in the tabernacle, primarily for the sick and for emergencies, but also for personal prayer. But first and foremost, for the sick. So I said the Eucharist, the body and blood of Christ, is a noun. But it is also a verb. It's an action. The word Eucharist means in Greek to give thanks. The Mass is a prayer of thanksgiving. In the Eucharist, we give thanks to God. The whole liturgy goes through a process of telling us the stories of what God has done in the past and what God has, is doing for us today, and it leads us to give thanks. 
how do we prepare for this Thanksgiving? Well, in many ways, most of the preparations go sight unseen, right? Donna in the choir loft and our music ministers prepare the music for the Sunday, make arrangements, practice, rehearse, make sure that things are ready. The organ gets tuned. In the church, we have to clean and make sure there are candles and bulletins and the church is disinfected before every mass. We have to arrange to have ministers, lectors, ushers, whatever. Those of us who are working at the altar have to read the scriptures, prepare, pray. That's all very important. Those who serve. Adam in the back is streaming the mass. He has to prepare the stuff so that he can look nice on YouTube and Facebook. Lots of preparations. Lots of preparations for what happens up there. But the Mass, most of the Mass, does not happen up there. Most of the Mass happens out here. Because just as the body and blood is made present in the bread and the wine in a unique way, in an equally unique way, Christ is made present in you and me. We are the body of Christ. And it's not we're like the body of Christ. We're sort of the body of Christ. We are the body of Christ. It's a constant process, right? None of us are Christ. None of us are fully Christ, right? We're not worthy. But we're always moving forward. We're always getting that grace. And that's why coming to Mass is so important. And receiving the Eucharist at Mass is so important. God nourishes us with his very self. And that's the only way we can become more and more like Christ. And it takes time. And so we have to prepare. So things that traditionally we've done to prepare for Mass is fasting an hour before Mass, if possible. Why do we do that? Some people had, maybe they were taught this by the nuns or something that, you know, you had to make your stomach pure for Jesus or whatever. Part of it was just to be in a, in a position of hungering for Christ. To not be sitting there, you know, when you come to midnight mass after you've had Christmas dinner and you're sitting there, ugh, and the last thing you want to do is be at mass. When you're full and had a few drinks, the last thing you want to do, you're not going to pay attention. So by not eating or drinking before Mass for an hour, we're caught in a posture that is receptive. The other thing the church tells us is to make sure that we're not in a, in a state of grave mortal sin. And that's where we get really messed up. Because people start thinking you have to go to confession before every time you receive communion. That is not the case. Sometimes when it comes to mortal sins, the church can a little bit exaggerate. You know, in the old mass, the Tridentine mass, the mass facing the wall, the priest, I think it was, the priest could commit 47 mortal sins during mass. During mass. If he didn't have his hands extended exactly the right shoulder height when he was saying the prayers, it was a mortal sin. I mean, come on. Really? Is that what God is worried about? I, I don't think so. So sin is real. Mortal sin is real. Serious sin is real. 
But so is the power of the Eucharist to forgive sins. So is the power of the Eucharist to heal us. Pope Francis tells us the Eucharist is not a prize for the perfect. It is a remedy for the sick. It is healing for those of us who are struggling. So unless you've gone out and murdered somebody, please, please don't refrain from the Eucharist. Come. Yes, we should go to confession. Yes, we should be contrite for our sins. But most of us here today are people who take our faith seriously. We wouldn't be here in this hot weather, right? We're here because we care. And we're going to take care of our spiritual lives. So it's important to prepare in that way. But the single most important way we can prepare for Mass is by imitating Jesus during the rest of the week. Right? By striving to live a life of service. By striving to break open our lives for others. When Jesus breaks the bread at Mass on, the Holy, on Holy Thursday, he takes, this is who I am. The word he uses for my body was not technically body, but this is me broken for you. He invites us to break open our lives by giving of ourselves generously to others. And so when we come back on Sunday for Mass, we are disposed, we are ready, we've been there in the trenches, loving, forgiving, caring for others in a way that made a difference. And so Jesus gives himself to us once again and fills any void there may be. Any bruising, any scarring from our generosity gets filled again by his loving presence. So as we, in fact, continue with this Eucharist, let us prepare ourselves by asking the Lord to make us generous in love, in grace for one another. In you are every day becomes eternity. Thanks for listening to the Assumption Church Podcast. To listen to more episodes, connect with us in our community, or join us for worship, please visit assumptionsyr.org. Light of the world.